Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, November 20th, we look at Lesson 8, Choose Life. Join us as we look at Deuteronomy chapter 30, and that way we can choose life for both ourselves and our descendants. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. Okay, Lesson 8, Week week 8, I should also say, but Choose Life. Excited about this one as the memory text comes from Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. New King James Version, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I've set uh, before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Yeah, what a beautiful promise, Buster. Yeah. You know, uh, just God makes it pretty pretty straightforward and clear. Yeah, just choose choose life, but not only choose life for yourself, but for your descendants as well. Mm-hmm. What a novel concept to think about generations that are coming behind us. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm. I love this. And uh, with that being said, it also brings up the aspect of looking at the past. So, Michael, speak to us about the tree of life. Absolutely. You know, I just was going to add that, you know, I think it's a reminder in this anecdote at the beginning of the story about wanting to preserve life and preserve oneself to to live on um, when someone knows that they're dying. And yes. it's not when, until you realize that you lose someone that's close to you that you begin to appreciate life all that more. You know, the value of human life and really begins at the uh, Garden of Eden. We go back in the lesson here to Genesis uh, chapters 2 and 3 where we have this uh, beautiful reminder of of when God, you know, we have value as human beings because of the fact that God created us. The, mm-hmm. What we call in in my theology class, we, we call it the imagio Dei, this, the image of God. You yes. know, use fancy language, but um, we have value. Uh, it's not because of us, it's because of God. God created us, and um, and the story really is in the midst of a garden. And I, I think that's pretty nice, too, that, that God creates that, that kind of situation. And then he forms uh, both—he he creates the world around um, Adam and Eve, the trees and everything else, this beautiful setting. Um, and then there's one particular tree that matters the most, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil— and then in chapter uh, or uh, chapter two as well, but verses fifteen to seventeen says uh, he set them in there to take care of the garden. But then there's a specific instruction: you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but except the the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Mm. So there it is. You know, we can think of all the things that we might die from, but but this is kind of the original sin. Yes, it is. <laughs> It brings it up, and uh, I'm glad you brought that concept, the Amagio mm-hmm. Day, right? Because yeah. uh, we also have the aspect of sometimes we like to try to create God into our image. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the problem? Is is we just got it completely backwards, and that's what sin is. Yes, it is. We, we don't trust God that he knows what's best for us, and we, we take it into our own hands. So yeah. um, I think that's really uh, the setting here. Um, but if we kind of, uh, I guess, 
moving on to Monday's lesson, no middle ground. What what happens next, Buster? You know, it, we're presented with a choice, and all these texts are presented here. John three mm-hmm. sixteen. Mm-hmm. I believe most of us, and mm-hmm. maybe there's someone out there that's listening who's never heard of this before. But for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we see what God has done for us, but there's also yeah. a choice we have to make. Yeah. Whosoever believes in Him, we have a choice whether to believe or not to believe. Yeah. And so the middle, the no middle ground is saying at the end of the day, the two choices comes to a, a black and white decision, right? And yeah. I know that's a, a crazy thing to say because there are gray areas. We understand that, mm-hmm. and God's mm-hmm. made provisions for for yeah. people that have never heard the gospel message. Uh, yeah. We see that in Romans chapter two, where whether their thoughts excusing, uh, accusing or excusing them, mm-hmm. God God gives some yeah. areas for the gospel to reach even them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. here is saying for the Christian who is following God, yeah. for the person who has heard the gospel message and is called to respond, yeah. there really are two choices. You're going to follow him or you're not. Yeah. Uh, Romans 6, 23, the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is the eternal life, right? Mm-hmm. So which mm-hmm. one are you going to choose? First uh, John 5, 12, that whoever has the son of God has life. Whoever doesn't does not have life. Yeah. There's there's this choice that we choose. Mm-hmm. And you can choose with your mouth, but most importantly, you choose with your life. Yeah. And your your life decisions show what what you've chosen. Exactly. And uh, so in, in expressing all of this, Hopefully, I, I think the lesson's getting it to us that there's no middle ground. As a matter of fact, I'll read it here. In the end, there's no middle ground for us human beings. Before the great controversy is completely over, sin, Satan, evil, disobedience, re- and rebellion will be eradicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe that. So hopefully we choose the winning side. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, if we go out there, Michael, right now, they say, hey, you choose which side, but this side's going to win. Which side are you going to choose? I want the winning side. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? <laughs> right? So so this is made quite simple for us. It might yeah. make quite easy for us, and yet it's difficult. And he tells us it's going to be difficult in Matthew chapter 7, where he says, the, the narrow road is hard and difficult, but it's going to lead to victory. Yeah. The path that leads to destruction is quite easy. Yeah. So choose which one you want to walk on. And hopefully, we're choosing the side of Christ no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and so in in that choice of, of choosing Christ and uh, what he has for us, Michael, talk to us a little bit about life and good, death and evil, blessing and curses. Absolutely. So uh, what we have here uh, going on is um, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 15 to 20. And uh, Moses here is going ahead and kind of challenging them that, you know, like you were saying, Buster, that that some things are really are black and white. Yes, you know, they are. They're, they're clear. There's a clear right versus wrong. There's good versus bad, you know, and there's righteousness versus evil, right? Yes. Um, so the the Bible makes that clear. And and we have to decide which side that that we like to call it the great controversy, right? You know this we cosmic do. conflict. We do. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be taking some students out for a hockey game first time since COVID. You oh, know? great, great. Yeah, and so I I just I know this is a little rabbit trail, but I, we call it the great controversy on ice. Got to got to have a little fun with students, but it's it's been neat as been able to start doing things again and as we've been trying to figure out this whole uh, COVID and pandemic thing um, and you know when it comes to the cosmic conflict of everything that's going on God makes it very clear that there are some choices that we make that have eternal consequences 
and the opposite has the opposite uh, consequence, you know. And and God wants what's best for us, but He never forces. And and that's what these verses here in verses fifteen to twenty of chapter thirty are all about. I set before you today life and prosperity, or death and destruction. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it it's just those two choices. Um, there are some things that will have eternal consequences. Uh, like you said, there are gray areas in our lives where kind of things are not always clear, but when it comes to good versus evil, God versus Satan, you can't have it both. Yeah, you can't have a clear choice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in verse 17, turn your hearts, uh, but if your hearts uh, uh, turn and you are not obedient and drawn away and bow down to other gods and worship them, um, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. Um, that's not the side of God, that warm and fuzzies that we like to talk about, but really there, what is God, what choice is God left with mm. if we choose not to follow him, right? Uh, so there, there are ramifications for this that, that really do um, impact how we live our daily lives. Um, but with that, God is there to empower us. And I, I think, you know, Wednesday's lesson, Buster, um, not too hard for you. Um, what happens? You know that with that choice, uh, mm-hmm. God also uh, shares what the consequences will be. He mm-hmm. also shares what the both good and bad consequences, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so He uh, saying sharing not too hard for you, I believe, uh, because as He is sharing with the children of Israel what's going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, He tells them uh, here. Matter of fact, this is Deuteronomy thirty verses one through ten. Uh, verse 6, the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart yeah. of your descendants to love yeah. the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, that you may live, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he goes on all the way down here to uh, verse verse 9 and 10. The Lord your God will make you abound in the work of your hand mm-hmm. and the fruit of your body and the increase increase of your livestock and the produce of your hand of, of your of the land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. If you obeyed the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law, if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So he's saying, if you do these things, then he's going to, once again, be with you. Mm-hmm. But he's saying that if you choose not to, well, you're going to go through those consequences as, as well. Yeah. And he's not doing this to make it hard on us. He's mm-hmm. doing it to make, actually make it easy, easier on us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so... Uh, it's talking about this term terminology here. God's command is not too difficult or mysterious yeah. for them to mm. understand. Yeah. Uh, and so he's saying, I'm making it plain and simple, clear yeah. as day. Uh-huh. Uh, this is what you're going to look forward to. Verse 14, especially here. But the word is very near to you in your mouth and your heart that you may do it. Yeah. Uh, so it asks this question here in the, in the lesson, Michael. Uh, mm-hmm says, what is the basic promise in these verses and what New Testament text can you think of that reflect the same promise? And Mm -hmm. the lesson brings up uh, uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? Love it. His word will be near us and it gives us increase of faith so we can move forward, right? Yeah. It's not just about accomplishing what we do. It's about circumcision of the heart. It's about righteousness by heart. Yeah. And therefore, if my heart's in the right place, I will follow God. I will do what he has called me to do. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully our, our our audience understands what we're trying to convey here, what the lesson's trying to convey, yeah. which is not a works-based system, but it's a heart-based system. Yeah. I want to come back to one thing that I heard you talk about, Buster, and, and you know, it's it's clear. You're talking about the, the you know clarity of Scripture and the message of salvation. Yes. It kind of reminded me of the Reformation principle, you know, uh, 
October 31. I know it's Halloween. And that's been past here just a, a little <laughs> bit back, but um, I like to always call it Reformation Day. So the principles go. of the Reformation, sola scriptura, you know, scripture alone, and sola fide, by faith alone. But there's one that a lot of people uh, forget, and that's perspicuity. Mm. Uh, Luther and others talked about that, and that's just a fancy word, and all it means is clarity. And it means that the message of salvation is so clear that the choice that we make, that every person has to make for eternity, will ultimately at some point be so clear yes. um, based on the message of salvation, what Christ has done. God wants to make that so clear for us that that when we make that choice, whatever that might be, of course, God wants, he knows what he wants. He's trying to do everything he can to say, hey, I love you. I want you to be in my kingdom. But again, because he loves us so much, he never forces us. Uh, is it? Isn't it beautiful to think about it? Yeah. About the per, uh, perpiscuity, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just messed that word up. I think I said- I do it all the time. <laughs> I think I said something about uh, perspiration. I put on deodorant this morning, I promise. Right? All right, me too, Buster. <laughs> all right, so- TMI. <laughs> Michael, let's go, let's go into Thursday's lesson, all which right. uh, finishes up for the week. A question of worship. A all question right. of worship. Uh, we finish up with a whole bunch of passages, and they all say the same thing, is basically, don't worship idols. You worship idols, you'll be destroyed. Um, don't uh, serve these other, don't bow down to them. Uh, it, you know, basically these are warnings in it. And, and one of them refers to, I am a jealous God, right? And it's not jealousy like, oh, you got a nicer house or a car than me. Mm. It's jealousy that I value your relationship, our relationship. Amen. And so that that kind of that that's what it's talking about. I'm a jealous guy. I want your attention. I value that covenant. I value that relationship. And um, don't be deceived by all these other gods and don't worship them. If you do, there's consequences. I've forbidden those things, right? Yeah. Uh, and 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 because they value, because they matter. It's kind of like a relationship, a husband and wife. You know, be faithful to each other. Yes. If you're not faithful, then that relationship is. Well, most likely it's already disintegrated, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's that's just kind of the the outward. I mean, that it's it's you know it, because you value that relationship, you value the boundaries in that relationship. Yes, yes, and, indeed. And and kind of those boundaries at the end time, Revelation thirteen, that final test that's going to take place with God's people in faithfulness to God. You have the um, the God's people who are sealed. Yes, and you have those who have the mark of the beast. And I know some people always get worked up on this, you know. <laughs> is it some microchip? Um, is it, Barcode. Is it the vaccine? Yes, <laughs> you know? COVID-19. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all these kinds of things. And, and not to make light of that, but but really at the end of the day, the, the Bible's really not talking about all those little things. It's not kind of some kind of trick. Remember, we're talking clarity. It's, it's going to be a choice for eternity between being faithful to God or not. And, and, and God's final people... Um, the litmus test of faithfulness is are those who who keep God's commandments, including the Sabbath. You know, yeah. the seventh day Sabbath. A, and, a, a good way to to look at that, Michael. And I just yeah. went over that in class, which is yeah, it's about character. Yeah. Okay. I you, like it. Our, our character is mm -hmm. going to portray our key towards towards heaven. Wow. And character goes far beyond just what we are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Integrity and all those different things comprised of mm -hmm. who we are matters. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's also about the character of God. Yes. You know, because if you understand... Character of God revealed in us. Exactly. So, and, and God's people are going to have the clearest revelation of, of God and yeah. his character 
um, just fully encompassed in in that relationship, that covenant, that they say, you know what, I'm not I'm not cutting any corners. I, <laughs> I value that relationship, that Sabbath, um, and and I think it it really comes back down to that because I you know I've met some Adventists that you know they're really hung up on what time sunset is, <laughs> time sunset gets over, you yes. know, and, and, and you can't do this. To the T. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And, and for me, the litmus test of, of Sabbath keeping isn't about what I don't do, but rather what I do do. Yes. You know, it, because it, it, it and I, that, my question Agreed. isn't, you know, um, you know, my checklist, but rather is this helping me to grow closer to God? Mm-hmm. And and help me grow closer to other people on that journey. Yes, that spiritual journey too. Relationally, yes. Relationally, and and so I, I really see that. And God's people in the, the time they're not going to be like, boom, you're you're not keeping the right day, so therefore you're going to be lost. Boom, boom, boom. I'm, uh, you know, we win, you lose. Yeah, ah. yeah. You got tricked. You didn't hear. Too bad for you. You didn't hear about the right day. <laughs> you weren't born into the right church. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, horrible. It's gonna be relational. Yes. All about relationships, and saying, yeah. you know, I love God so much. I, I just couldn't imagine breaking His Sabbath because that's that's it's just so important to my relationship with God. Every Sabbath that I I just keep growing more and more closer to God. Well, and, and Michael, one of the things I love uh, about you know you being a church historian is, I mean, the reformers. Mm-hmm. I mean, from from the most part, they weren't yeah. Sabbath keepers. No, they but weren't. But God utilized them wonderfully to reveal His character. Well, and Buster, to, huh? you, you mean God couldn't use Martin Luther even though he didn't keep the Sabbath? Uh, how dare he, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but but these are people that I I look forward to conversing with in heaven. Yeah, they were very and, sincere, and they're still sheep, right? That they're not necessarily. Listen here, I, I what I'm saying is, there are, there are ways that God is going to save us that we're going to be astonished how He does it when people are striving to do their best and growing their relationship with him and with others. Mm. And, and so what I'm saying is be careful who we keep out and put into heaven. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cause suspect we're all going to be surprised. Yes. Right. And just yeah. because there's an Adventist who was born an Adventist all their lives and they kept the Sabbath to the T yeah. according to man standards mm-hmm. doesn't mean we're automatically going to place them to heaven. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it, it is this, uh, we, we talked about the, and I'm going to get it right this time, perspicuity, right, <laughs> of of all of the matter. The gospel message makes it clear. Yeah, yeah. Whoever has a son has life. Whoever does not have a son does not have life. Precisely. Well, I think we put a, a, a good wrap for another week, uh, journeying through this whole question of choosing life. God makes the choice clear. And the best choice of all is to choose him. Amen. And so with that, we'll put a wrap for another week. This is Soup. And Swoops, signing Signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops, signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personable colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.